With these opening numbers, I'm missing the big production numbers. I don't know about you guys at home, but I am. All that goes through your mind is, I'm never going to recover from this. But recover, he did. He's come to play. He is here to skate. And oh my God, did he skate? When a woman takes a fall like that, psychologically, it can really shake your confidence. Yeah. And I think we saw that with her tonight. Miles and Vanessa, Rock of Ages. Come on, feel the noise. Oh yeah, baby cakes. Pull those trousers up a little higher. Double elimination. Dun, dun, dun. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Musicals Week here at the Icebreakers Podcast. I am Matt Evers, sat alongside my feline friend, Frankie Seaman. Meow. I am positively happy about tonight's show. You are the greatest showman. Well, thank you very much. And I do have to apologize up front to everyone watching and listening. This entire podcast is going to be punny. <sighs> <laughs> I know Frankie has an entire list of cat puns ready to come out, so stay tuned. Well, it was Musicals Week on Dancing and Ice. Double elimination. Dun, dun, dun. Massive, massive show. But before we get into all of that, I want to make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast. We are getting loads and loads of messages from all of you guys that you're loving it, and we love that you love it. And I want to make sure that your friends and family love it too. So hit that like, hit that subscribe, and of course, hit that share. Forever friends. <laughs> BFF. <laughs> so this week we had the judges challenge. Jane and Chris have been in Sarajevo all week, don't forget, because they've been filming their 40th anniversary special. We had Johnny Weir as a guest judge because Ashley's on tour, as we know. Now, for those of you who don't know, Johnny Weir is a US champion. Yep. Um, he's competed at World and Olympics. Yep. He's a beautifully artistic skater, so he joined the panel alongside OT, um, which kind of skewed the panel a bit this week, I thought, because obviously he's a skating judge more than a performance judge, although, of course, he did a brilliant performance at the end of the night to my very favourite memory from Cats the musical. Is that what inspired tonight? I mean, no, but I feel like he and I are on the same <laughs> poor length. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a fairy tale duo. <laughs> oh my God. For fluff's sake, stop me now. For what sake? <laughs> For fluff's sake. Well, I have to say, so it was nice to see Johnny on the panel because I grew up with him. We trained at the University of Delaware together for years and years and years. I used to actually drive Johnny to school before he had his license and before his now world fame that he has achieved. He's an incredible person. Obviously, as you saw tonight, he is an incredible skater. Um, I and mean, was... I've, I've watched his career for a long time as most um, skating fans uh, around the world have. I know obviously in the UK, we don't have um, sometimes such an, a well-educated skating audience. So I think it's nice for people at home who don't know a lot about skating to see somebody like Johnny come over to the UK and maybe inspire the next generation of skaters to take to the ice. Absolutely. And it was nice to see a solo performance on the rink as well, because a lot of times we don't get to see solo people. Um, it's mostly ice dancers or pair skaters. And we've got two people out there. Sorry, let's not forget also that it is a much smaller rink than Johnny's used to. So we saw him do the double axle and some beautiful spins. Mm. And obviously his choreography is amazing. We love you, Johnny. Absolutely. And thank you for gracing the screens here in the UK. Do you have to drive him home now? <laughs> not <laughs> toot, tonight. Toot. <laughs> not tonight. Maybe on a horse and carriage. He'd love that. <laughs> um, so, yes. Judges Challenge, a huge addition to the show. 
it either makes or breaks people. Um, and also, we're going to get into this a little bit later, but there were quite a few injuries tonight. And I want to kind of break down um, how those injuries may have affected people's performances. Um, and as well, the show had a couple of technical issues tonight, which is not like dancing on ice. So I think the whole kind of energy in the building must have been a bit off. Yeah, I think it was a weather weather event that came through. We had um, a blackout at one point. There was a little few issues with the sound. I was expecting it to start snowing at any point. So <laughs> Well, and then we had Stephen Mulhern who didn't get strapped into that podium and literally they just spun him around for about 30 seconds. There was I, a tornado out there. I felt for him out there. That was, yeah. a, that was a lonely place to be, Stephen. Well done. I have to say, Stephen looked amazing. He was very much channeling your greatest showman vibes. had the same colours on as you. Yep. Holly looked incredible in her black. I think Jane, Chris, well, the entire panel with their green and their black. Um, well, maybe they were going for a wicked. Maybe. Maybe it was a bit of a wicked throw. That's right, because originally I thought maybe it was St. Patrick's Day, but I think you're right. It was a bit of a wicked throw and they pulled it off. It looked they stunning. Did. And once again, Odie is nailing that judging panel. Some of the one-liners that she had tonight, she just, she gets the show now. She gets skating and she gets the performance. And I'm, I love it. Absolutely love it. She's definitely found her flow. More power to you, sister. Well, not only did the show seem to have technical issues, I was on social media when the show was on towards the end of it. And STV was down as well. Their broadcast had some issues too. So I hope that didn't affect people's votes. I mean, hopefully not, but we've got you covered. So stay with us and we will keep you up to date with what happened on the show. And also remember too that our bonus episode does drop on Friday this week. We are so excited because we had exclusively for you Claire Sweeney. Wow. <laughs> Can't wait. What a glamour push she was. Absolutely. Brilliant interview. The nicest woman on the planet, I think. All right, shall we go into the first act? No, because, um, well, look, there was a, there was an opener and we can't skip over that. It was oh, I short... wanted to skip over it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a little messy. It <sighs> was short and sweet. We discussed this last week. If you haven't listened or watched last week's pod, go back and listen to it. It's becoming kind of a running theme with with these opening numbers. I'm missing the big production numbers. I don't know about you guys at home, but I am. Yeah, I definitely miss that. And I think sometimes less is more. Mm. I think we could have just gone straight into the show. And speaking of which, <gasps> perfect segue. Let's go. <laughs> Lou and Brendan skated first to six by the musical six. An incredible musical. If you have not been into the West End, go see Six. It's all about Henry VIII's wives, his six wives. And she was dressed to perfection. I don't know if you've seen the costumes. I love them, actually. Yeah. They're really cool. Great. Uh, and they did a really good job of kind of recreating that vibe on her. Her starting this routine in the first three or four steps, I said to myself, I said it out loud to you guys, actually. I was like, it's better. She so much better. took on so many notes. And I have to say, she did message me throughout the week to say that she's loving the podcast. Oh. And I sent her a couple of messages to say, hey, just keep going. Just enjoy the process and give us more performance as she did tonight. Well, what was interesting was she actually went to the West End uh, and took um, a couple of lessons from the performers from the show. I think you really felt that. But also she had a bit of an additional confidence about her. And I feel like if there hadn't been a three a three-couple skate-off or double elimination that she would have probably survived this week. Yeah. I just thought she just came out with a different attitude, a different attitude. Uh, she attacked... <laughs> Stick around, folks. She she was more attacking. She had a better performance. I mean, those rotating lunges were amazing. She yeah. had the pull butterflies. 
And her judge's challenge was an inside loop jump, which is a forward jump to a forward landing, which is really difficult. A full rotation. Yeah. Yeah, and she executed that with aplomb. So I was very pleased with that. I, the audience booed again, actually, when she got her scores. And, and this time I agreed with them. Yeah. Um, I just really loved that performance. It was her best. So even though she went out, she went out on a high. Absolutely. And I think, too, skating first um, is never easy, especially for somebody that doesn't have the confidence of live performance or with movement. You know, she's not a dancer, so she doesn't quite understand how those nerves are going to affect the performance. But overall, I thought she did a cracking job. Look, we know it's hard to come out um, first and skate first, especially if you're not the most confident of people anyway. Um, she did trip on her step sequence, which kind of made me catch my breath. Yeah. Um, but I think overall she did a really good job and I was like rooting for her this week. Absolutely. Yeah. 6.5s and 7s from the judges. Um, Chris wants more content or wanted more content, unfortunately. Spoiler alert, we did lose her tonight. Um, and Jane said Which that... Which I disagree with, because Lou actually, um, although I haven't always enjoyed her performances and, and I thought that tonight was the, the greatest improvement I'd seen in her performance, I've never been able to fault her content and her skating. True, I mean, though. she's been a, a good skater from day one. So I'm surprised he said that. Chris tonight was on a mission of transition. Yes. Um, pretty much everybody that skated tonight all he talked about was, well, I shouldn't say all, but the majority of what his critiques were were about transitions. And what that means to you guys at home is when they finish a lift or they're going into the next move, that it's not just forward crossovers or backwards crossovers, that there's content within those transitions in between the tricks. And I think I agree with him to a certain extent. It, You know, I've you've been in the skater shoes as well as myself. And I think sometimes you do forget about the transitions when it comes to you only have four days to learn this routine. Well, that's the choreography too. I thought overall that she did a really great job and I was surprised that he said that. I don't think you can ever uh, moan about how much skating that Lou does because she is a great skater. She's a great so skater. I think I disagree there. Absolutely. Sorry, Thank you, Lou and Brendan. Once again, Queen well Lou. Queen Lou. All right, second to skate, Eddie and Vicky. To Wait, I have Ryan and Amani. Oh, no, I don't. Sorry, I missed a bit. <laughs> Did you miss a whole performance? That was a catastrophe. Sorry. A what? <laughs> a catastrophe. Sorry, because I, I scrolled up. <laughs> Modern technology. On my iPad, I scrolled up on my iPad. I missed the whole section. Sorry. Your, it, it's your Eddie paws and are a bit slippery, I think. <laughs> I got sticky paws. You need to sharpen your claws. <laughs> um, Eddie and Vicky did skate second. Sorry. They did. <laughs> to Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. I loved it. I'm just going to do the rest of the podcast when we talk about Eddie and Vicky like this. Okay. I loved it more. Wait, I'm sorry. Does your ring actually have liquid in it? Yeah, it's a cat. It's a, a what? It's, it's a floating a... cat. She came to play tonight. I did not mess about. I've gone, I'm very committed to this cat. Well, these, these are like two of my worlds that have collided. Ice skating and cats. These are the only two things in the world that I know anything about. Actually, I'm an expert in both. Um, so here I am in my cat outfit talking about skating. I couldn't be happier in my element. You are. Um, so you're going to, yeah, put your hand back up. We're still on Eddie and Vicky. Okay, I have to say, from the beginning, I knew this was going to be amazing. The staging was incredible. The lighting, the set, the the screens behind them. And then as he came out, I saw he was wearing a cape. And I just kind of went, oh, God, this could be horrible. In regards to skating with a cape is dangerous, and it's really, really difficult. 
Yeah, it was. You're right. But he came out with speed. I, I just wrote it was a great opening solo skate. It was. I could have watched him skate by himself all night. He was dynamic. He was fast. It was dramatic. It was also very grounded because we see a lot of kind of Eddie's performances have been a little bit gimmicky. Yep. This was drama, it high was. drama. And that cape, he worked it. He did. And then he just tossed it off the side. God. <laughs> I don't need you anymore. Whatever. Um, the arabesque that he did, which is the skating on one leg with the other leg parallel to the ice, I thought was exquisite, especially for a guy. It's not easy for guys to get their legs up like that due to flexibility. Um, I loved the speed. I will echo you in that. And most importantly, I was Eddie can act. Yeah. He has an actor in himself, and I loved it. And I was getting... Serious Sarah Brightman vibes from Vicky as well. I mean, I thought she looked really looked the part this week. Uh, she looked great. I loved the whole thing. I thought the two of them together worked really well. I mean, we know obviously that tricks might that high lifts are going to possibly be an issue with these two. But I in the past had flagged that I didn't think he was going to be able to do a slow routine. Mm. And actually tonight, it, well, although it wasn't the slow, it was a powerful and dramatic routine. And I thought he pulled it off. Amazingly. I feel well. like you've got bad breath or something because you're just kind of blocking your mouth <laughs> towards me. It's not my mouth. It's my, okay, my eye piece. There we go. Okay. I'm trying to be all phantom. Look, I'll just give you the shifty <laughs> side eye. Um, judges scored him sevens, eights, and an 8.5 from Chris. Johnny scored him the seven. He was undermarked. And I will agree with you with that way undermarked from Johnny. Uh, however, Johnny did say in his critique that he loved his extensions, which I do agree with because Eddie's extensions are amazing. They're great. Well, sorry, Johnny. Why don't you mark him a bit higher then for those amazing extensions? Maybe he had one eye covered. Oh, <laughs> don't M we all. Missed half the performance. I guess. I loved it. <laughs> I want more of that. I want to see Eddie grow from strength, from, from strength to strength as we're seeing and what we're seeing from Eddie is that he can do fast, he can do comical, he can do slow and dramatic. What's next? I can't wait. Shoot for the stars, Eddie. And number three, Ryan and Imani. Guys and dolls. Guys and dolls. With chairs. So it's kind of like a little bit of prop week. They did a bit of chairography. Unfortunately, I have to use a pun and say this could have been guys that falls. <gasps> guys and falls? I mean, I felt... Trips and falls. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I felt so bad for him. Look, we've all fallen on live TV and it is excruciatingly it's embarrassing. Hell. It's awful because all that goes through your mind is I'm never going to recover from this. But recover, he did. He did. He fought back like a champ and then he fell again and my heart was in my mouth. Talk me through the falls. Okay, so at the very beginning, there was a tiny little bit of a trip and if you would have blinked, you would have missed it. I almost did. I had to ask you what had happened. You did. And then as the routine progressed, um, there were sort of two falls, major falls, not necessarily back to back, but they were they were pretty close together. Before I get into that, I do want to say and give him praise. I love his smile. He just was exuding this energy that you could feel at home. I mean, we felt it here. Um, and Amani looked amazing. She looked great. She looked hot. Yeah. So the first fall happened. He was skating towards the tunnel backwards and went to step forwards towards Amani and caught his toe pick. Now, for those of you who don't know, and actually we, we have discussed this on a previous episode, a toe pick is at the very front part of the blade. It's right underneath where your toes are actually are. And it is a series of spikes that you would use to grip into the ice at certain points. And sometimes you use it as a takeoff for a jump. It's very useful. It's also very dangerous. Right. And it does trip. 
whip up a lot of people. Uh, so that was the first fall. And he kind of just went down on his knee a little bit and then managed to get himself up and pick the rest of the performance up. However, as they came around the other corner then, they were in an open handhold. So they're hand-to-hand. Somebody was forwards, somebody was backwards, I believe, and he went to go do a three-turn in hold. However, his foot didn't turn, and when the weight shifted, he went off of his heel, and that was a bad fall. It looked bad. I don't think that he's injured. He didn't mention anything in the kiss and cry um, that he had injured himself on that. He was very composed. Considering he had two falls, when it came to the kiss and cry, he spoke really well, which to me says a lot because I have skated with people that have fallen or tripped and they've completely lost it and they haven't actually managed to recover from that until the following week. So Ryan, if you're listening, look... It's okay that you fell. If you're not if you're not falling, you're not learning. Yep. The fact that you got up and you recovered from it, let it go. It's gone. It's done. We all loved you for it. And actually, I think I think you gained a few more fans Absolutely. from the way that you handled it. I totally agree. So after the trip and the two falls, he then gets up and c- keeps his composure and then goes and does two beautiful three jumps back to back. Amazing. Which was the judge's challenge. And obviously they rewarded him for that because I think if he wouldn't have completed the judges' challenges as well, his scores would have been even less. The judges, Johnny gave him a 5.5. Boo. <laughs> um, Odie, Jane, and Chris, solid with a 6.5. Yes, yeah. the scores scores are low, but again, there was two falls at a trip. I, I've actually never seen two falls before, so at least he's made history with that. Um, I think he would have been worried that he might have been going into the skate-off after that. And I think it's just a testament to how popular he is and how great he can skate, that people can forgive those falls. Because literally, they were seconds, he got up, he moved on, and he completed the next... I loved Ryan Amani's connection with this, uh, with this piece. I also, what I love is they're starting to skate as a couple. We haven't seen that yet. And the judges really didn't talk about it. And it's something that is a big thing in my rule book with this show is... Yes, you're two people on the ice, but we I want to see you work as a team. And I think tonight they did that for sure. Good work, you guys. And just move on to next week. Absolutely. All right. Next up, Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Ma, you are in fine form tonight. Ricky and Annette skating forth. He was slick and he was debonair. This is a new look for Ricky. He's normally a little bit street and a little bit rough and ready. And he looks like this leading man. He was brilliant tonight. Like, what a huge improvement. I mean, from the from the minute that camera hit him, even before the track started, I was like, oh, he's come to play. He is here to skate. And oh my God, did he skate? Great performance, great acting skills. I mean, they had him on hockey skates during the week. Which I wasn't too sure, because I know Chris mentioned that last week in the critique. Um, and then in the VT, they no. had him in hockey skates no. being supported by two two male pros. And I went, what is the point of this? And it's so dangerous. So for people at home that don't know, the difference between a hockey skate and a figure skate, we just talked about the toe picks. Hockey skates are, one, much sharper, and two, do not have toe picks. Yep. They're much more round. Um, they're meant for a different kind of speed. And, and a different me- kind of skating. And a different kind of maneuverability as well. And they're very dangerous. So any figure skater uh, would never knowingly go from figure skates to hockey skates because you're bound to lose your teeth, which is why they had two people holding him up. And as you said, what was even the point? Yeah, I didn't quite understand the no. point. However, his judge's challenge was a spin. 
It started on two feet. It went to one foot. It was a little bit short of the two revolutions that they were looking for. I got one and a half rotations. Yeah. However, the execution of it was great. Um, Again, I just don't know what to fault with him this week because the improvement was, I mean, it's like he woke up a different skater I said two weeks ago, I said, I'm just waiting for Ricky to turn a corner and then we're going to see great things from him. And he turned a corner. And I think it was a real shame to see him in the skate off tonight on the night of all nights that he turned a corner. And that may have been just a bit of throwback from the last few weeks when he struggled. Uh, But anyway, it didn't matter because he, he bombed it. I mean, choreographically speaking, he had mohawks in there, forwards and backwards crossovers, both in hold as well as on his own. Um, he did miss a few crossovers at the end, which I saw I, that. I don't know if that was on purpose or not. It looked like it should have been crossovers because he was just doing a hockey glide, which is like a two foot glide around the corner, which typically bit basic. It's a bit basic and he can do crosses. So why wasn't he doing crossovers at that point? I did find also that he he got a little bit scratchy right towards the very end. So Ricky, just stay off those toe picks because again, I think it's you've talked about this performance endurance. Yeah. And he's nailing the performance, especially with that routine. Judges scored him consistently seven across the board. And he did a sail lift this week, which I really liked. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, again. Oh, and I thought we'd gone on to the Great British Bake Off or something because he got a handshake from Christopher Dean. What is that? Oh, Paul Hollywood. He got the Paul Hollywood handshake from Christopher Dean. Hello. I mean, that's, I don't think Chris has ever shook somebody's hand He's never shaken someone's paw. Oh, my. I'm here all night. (laughs) Try the beef. (laughs) Try the beef. Try the tuna, in fact. (laughs) No. I can't stop. I can't stop. Jennifer, please help me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, handshake from Chris. And I kind of like this quote from Johnny. He said, your performance was through the rafters. And I went, there aren't any rafters. (laughs) At the studio. Stratospheric. Yeah. But we're seeing with Johnny being on that panel, as you mentioned earlier in this pod. Somebody's phone just went off. Wasn't mine. Matt Evers. Could have been mine. Wasn't mine. It was definitely mine. Ladies and gentlemen, we call this pillow the pillow of shame. We put our stuff behind it and we hide it. Back to... Sorry. Back to the podcast. Schoolgirl error. What I do appreciate about Johnny being on the panel this week, and you mentioned it earlier, is that he is a skater. So his critiques are skating-based, but also Johnny is a brilliant performer, um, and so he's kind of giving us the best of both worlds with that. Absolutely. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Lakeside Shopping Center, the leading retail and leisure destination in Essex. Just 35 minutes from London with free parking and over 250 stores to discover. And this week, I am wearing N.A. menswear. And I've been dressed by H&L. Wow. You look hot. Wow. One night only. One night only. (laughs) Ding dong. (laughs) The room went silent. Once again, Frankie tries to sing. Well, listen, I was excited because we had this kind of middle of the show break. The competition's normally at the end. I don't know why they did it. And I don't know how I feel about it, actually. How do you feel about it? I kind of enjoyed it. And I think it was a bit of an intermission. It's musicals, right? It was a competition intermission. Yeah. Ba-boom. Love it. Um, by the Marissa Wallace. Gorgeous. An absolute glamour puss. I absolutely love the performance from start to finish. I'm here all week. <laughs> She's from Guys and Dolls. She's got some lungs on her. She yeah, was she banging that out. She did an amazing performance. More power to you, girl. 
Okay. <laughs> just gonna clean myself. <laughs> just, sorry. Please. <laughs> <laughs> gonna clean behind my ears. Lick my chest. <laughs> Lick my chest. It's like the competition intermission. Oh, <clears throat> furball. Anyway, um, we can move on now because there's there was like <laughs> There was like <laughs> a before the competition and then an after the competition. Um. I can't stop. I just can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go on to Roxy and Sylvain, please. Yeah. Um, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. Uh, your song. Your song. My song, your song. <laughs> Talking of glamour pussers, I mean, come on now. This Roxy. girl slays. Yeah. And, I mean, so, and so does Sylvan, obviously. You um, know, it's, it's a difficult thing. You know, it's really high praise when you're sort of saying Sylvan also ran. Because, I mean, look, he's hot, right? And yeah. then you're going, yeah, but Roxy, Roxy, Roxy. And Sylvan was also kind of cool. I mean, you yeah. know she's looking good oh, yeah, if we're sure. putting Sylvan as like a close second. <laughs> right. And also ran. Very true. Now, unfortunately, Roxy and Sylvan had a bit of a trip and a fall prior to the show, like literally hours before the live show. And she has sprained and or strained her shoulder. And that's super painful. And I tell you what it was, they were in butterfly hold as they mm -hmm. were skating. We've talked about this before, about how dangerous it is for celebs to be in butterfly hold. And butterfly hold, for the people who don't know at home, is when the woman is in front, you're both skating forwards crossovers, and the woman has her arms fully outstretched. But what it does is it puts your chest and your body ahead of your arms, which puts you in a dangerous position where you can hit those all-important topics. Yeah. And unfortunately, they took a bad fall. The severity of her injury was, I guess, safe enough for her to compete tonight because, you know, the medical team and Sharon, who is the physio, um, would not have allowed her to skate if it was severe enough. However, you could tell the second she stepped on that ice that she was not okay. She was terrified, actually, yeah. um, and she looked very upset. I felt like she just wanted to get through the performance and get through it. She did. She did. I think speaking from a woman's point of view, when a woman takes a fall like that, psychologically, it can really shake your confidence. Yeah. And I think we saw that with her tonight. And it made me sad, actually. I didn't. I almost wanted to like cuddle her and say, it's OK, you don't have to skate. I mean, the really nice thing is that she started this performance uh, again by herself. And she had probably about 15 seconds or so where she was doing choreography on her own, which was so nice to see. And the judges had asked to see that. So I think top points for her for that. Absolutely. But she did look upset and I was upset for her. I think it was a really uncomfortable watch. I, did, I don't like to see somebody having to skate through pain, yeah. uh, through a pain barrier. Uh, she looked terrified at points, particularly at the beginning. And I just really wanted to say, you know, oh, it's not that important, Roxy, just save yourself, you know, yeah. just save your just physical health. Skate safe. Exactly right? that, yeah. Uh, judges, sixes and 6.5 across the board. Um, I think Jane said that she marked low on her judges challenge because it was an assisted jump. Yeah. I think given the accident that she's had this week, she probably just wanted to play it safe and I don't blame her for Absolutely. doing an assisted jump. Um, Chris wanted to see her skate more independent from Sylvain, which, I mean, she started off on her own, but it's like when you really get into the main chunk of the routine, there should be moments those transitions, as he talks about, that should be solo-ish. Yeah. yeah. She did some cross, lovely cross rolls. Again, they were assisted with 
Sylvan skating backwards, crossing over, and she was skating forwards, crossing over, but they flowed nicely across the ice. I just think for her, it was it was not a good week. It was never going to be a good week. She was injured, um, and I, I'm well, just I glad she got through it. it she did herself proud. It could have been a good week. However, just hours before the live show is when she got injured, right? Sorry, so, I meant a good week as in the episode. For yeah, her, yeah, yeah, for sure. Performance. Now, I have to say, Odie's comment kind of struck a chord with me, and it actually made me tear up a little bit. I got a little bit emotional because she talked about how she understood like through injury and through whatever they've been through the past 24 hours is difficult. And she said that for her, the performance just didn't hit. And it's one of those moments that is hard to describe unless you've been a performer and you've, you know, been in a situation to where you're like giving everything that you got and the stars don't align and it just doesn't work. And unfortunately... That's what tonight's performance was. Yeah, I I mean, she got sixes across the board and Jane Torval gave her 6.5. I think that was to be expected. I think that was fair, to be honest. And yeah. she did end up at the bottom of the leaderboard. But again, you know, we're taking the shoulder injury into consideration. We're taking her pain management into consideration. Is she on strong painkillers? We don't know. But I just think probably on balance at the end of the day, it was it was fair. Yeah. No, no, fair enough, gave. fair enough. Again, I just wanted to give her a big hug. Same, same vibe. All right, now from the bottom of the leaderboard to the top of the leaderboard, Oof. Amber and Simon skated sixth um, to Matilda's revolting children. Well, I was a little bit surprised by this second half of the show. I was like, where are they going to go? Because I already knew that who we hadn't seen. I knew Greg was coming. I knew Adele was coming. I knew Miles, Amber was going to yeah. be there. Miles, like we knew it was going to be a strong finish. And I was a little bit surprised perhaps by that running order. I don't know if that changed at the last minute because of the injuries that we saw. Possibly. Um, but normally you would see more of a balance between the strong skaters and the weaker skaters kind of spread out through the night. And I yeah. feel like we ended on a huge high. Yeah, for sure. And unfortunately, if people didn't stay through the entire show, you would have missed some of the really strong performances. Babe, that's what catch-up's for. Very true. Although, of course, if you're catching up with it, you can't then... Affect the vote and vote for your favorite. Well said. Um, okay, Amber, first headbanger of the series. I mean... It's week five. No, it's not really a headbanger. It, why, 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 why? I mean, Meow. look, it, it wasn't... <laughs> well, it wasn't a catastrophe, but I wouldn't categorize it as a headbanger. I'm Where's here, my camera? I'm here all week. <laughs> Um, Look, it was too soon. That headbanger was not ready for that performance. It's too early in the series anyway. I feel like where's she going to go from that had she pulled it off properly? Of course, now they wanted to land it on one leg, which we know is difficult, but I'm sure she will because she's very only, talented. There's only been two two or three celebrities in the history of the show that have taken off and landed on one foot. Yeah. So I'm sure she'll get there. She's definitely got the talent. She's definitely got the ability, but it wasn't ready for tonight. That wasn't a headbanger. In my I, I will agree with it you. It was a little teeny tiny bounce. I will disagree that to me, it was a headbanger, quote unquote, in the what do you do realm you, what, of dancing on ice. What's this finger thing? You do? What's that? Quote unquote. Quote unquote. You're like a squirrel. Quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be a ringmaster. Oh. Of the greatest show. Um, however, I will agree with you that it was too early for it. Not necessarily within the series because she was capable of doing it, but I think it was a bit rushed training-wise. It was raw. Didn't it like was, it at all. It wasn't really smooth. It wasn't – the entrance was a little bit too hunched. backside and hunchy. The actual swing itself, um, she was a bit loose. 
and and then they landed it on the floor, which then the get up when you still have choreography afterwards, the get up is then even more difficult. Yeah, I mean they covered it cleverly with the camera shots. I think the director there kind of did her a bit of a favor and got yeah. her out of it, but I didn't like it. Her judges challenge four revolutions on the spin, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely loved that. Go they on, girl. Both nailed the character of Matilda. Um, they were so cute and playful. They had the uniforms on. They did the big hair. They did the cartwheel. It was very, very cute. Yeah. And judges, 8.5 and 9s across the board. Wow. Um, Johnny had a very interesting comment. Heath said, it has been a minute since a woman has won Dancing on Ice. I felt like that was a little Easter egg. And, I feel like a woman's going to win this year. And I think it's time. So it's, thank you, Johnny, for putting that out there. However, the energy. we lost two women tonight. However, we did lose two women tonight, but we didn't lose Amber. And we didn't lose Adele. And we didn't lose Adele. And Adele, I think, is going to be a dark horse in this. She's going to be pushing. Now, also, Jane had said um, that she referenced the rehearsal. And I, from what I gathered from her remark was that the rehearsal was a little nervous. And that she then came out there and, you know, smashed this performance. I don't think she did smash it. I think it was a little overmarked. I actually think it was a lot overmarked. I've seen better from Amber. Um, I think she's a great skater. I think she's got beautiful positions. She looks stunning on the ice. She's a great performer. She's a great actress. She commits to the role. Yeah. All of those things. But I've seen better from her. And I think the headbanger took way too much emphasis away from her routine. I think she was probably thinking about it the whole night. She was probably thinking about it for the whole performance. I was thinking about the whole performance. I watched it. I was underwhelmed by it. I didn't like it. It made me feel nervous and it was dangerous. So I hope that when she she's promising to showcase it again, that she feels more comfortable with it. Because I just think it was, they pushed her too fast. I will agree that the show sometimes puts way too much emphasis on a headbanger. Um, because we see this every year. We do. And I think the audience, you guys at home are smart enough to know that, yeah, it's a scary trick when it's done well. It sure. looks scary. I mean, it's not a scary trick, but it does look scary. Um, oh, it's pretty scary. And Having oh, you loved it. 5,000. You loved it. And uh, probably more. All right, let's agree to disagree on okay, this fine. one. But well done, Amber. I can't wait for next week. Um, she's, I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. She's our front she's, woman. She's one to watch. And then speaking of our other front woman, Adele and Mark. The little shop of horrors, except not horrors. I, I mean, just, again, surprise me. Totally surprise me. week. She just doesn't stop. And also, we've heard her reference in the past that her stoma bag is called Audrey. Yeah. She's talked about it on social media extensively. Um, and here she is getting to Little Shop of Horrors. How much did she look the part? Oh, my God. Just straight out of the film. Straight out of the film. And she's an actress. She can act. The facial expressions she was giving, the energy that she was exuding to Mark, and then back, you know, because he's supposed to be the little geeky, geeky guy, kid. Which couldn't have been more perfect for Mark, because right. we all know oh. he loves a little geeky moment. Sorry, I just love, love Mark my mic. Slap my thigh. Basically, all I wrote was, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Now, I have to say, though, if I'm going to critique her with a fine-tooth comb, Adele... Well, please don't. Well, I mean, you know, we're here. We've got to give the positive and, and the critique as well, right? If I'm listening. Okay. Adele, when you step forwards I'm sometimes. <laughs> Look, I've got four. When she got you do. Yeah. When she steps forwards, the foot that is stepping forward from backwards, uh, it gets a bit wide, which yeah. makes me nervous. 
uh, just watch those. And I don't mean transition as far as what Christopher Dean is talking about. I mean transitions going from forwards to backwards. Make sure that those are a little bit cleaner. She needs to think of them as being a bit more dainty because what she's doing is as she steps forward, she's doing a giant step forward and it's putting her weight in between two places, in between her back leg and her front leg. And actually the weight should be going forwards with you. Yeah. It should be transitioning from the back to the front, not staying in the middle of both. So if she could think of being a bit more dainty, dainty when she steps forward and doing a smaller step and then bending her knees before she pushes, she'd get more power and she'd have more control. It becomes, it looks a little pedestrian-like. And a little clunky. what I mean by that is when I'm teaching my celebrities to skate forwards, that's why sometimes you see people like bobbing left and right, back and forth, is because when we walk down a street, that is how the mechanics of your body work. But when you're on the ice, the transition from backwards to forwards actually happens on a dime. And it should be you literally bring your heels together and the weight just transfers literally side by side as opposed to taking a step and then pushing. And so I think, again, if I'm going to be really, 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 really Well, this picky, is helpful for her. And we know yeah. that she listens and we know that she takes notes really well because yeah. every time she gets a note from the judges, she does uh, use it in the, next, uh, in the next instance when we see it. So this is going to be really helpful for you if you are listening, Adele. Yeah. Um, I have to say she has an excellent use of all the parts of her blade. She does. We Absolutely. have seen her last week and this week use the front part, the back part, the middle part, the toe pick. I mean, she the has... The heel. The heel. The she edges. excellent control side to side. Yeah. She is really working that blade. And technically, that's going to stand her in good stead as the competition goes on. Absolutely. Um, she got to the kiss and cry after the performance. Obviously, they were very happy. Um, and she said something that, again, sort of like made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Quote her, I came for the skating. I love it. I mean, mission accomplished, tick, tick, yeah. tick. She was completely undermarked. Judges scored her eights and 7.5s, a total of 31.5. Odie did say, too, that the commitment to skating and the commitment to the show is nothing like she's ever seen before. And again, just made me feel all warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Well, Little Shop of Horrors, my absolute favorite musical of all time. And Do this you was, think they were undermarked? Um, maybe by 0. 0.5. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, 8.5s, because yeah. I don't think anybody got an 8.5 tonight across the board. Not? It was either 9 or 8s, which okay. is a little bit strange. Oh, I However, to, no, uh, Miles got an 8.5. Oh, okay, Miles got an 8.5. Spoiler alert. To that, that. All right, let's move on. Um, let's try and stay positive, because that was clawful. <laughs> Can we still be friends? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm wow. furry funny. <clears throat> I can see your fur balls. <laughs> wow. I wasn't even bending over. Jeez uh, Louise. I'm furious. Um, okay, Greg and Vanessa skated eighth. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Mis. We should however say, you want to pronounce it. We should it. say Greg and Vanessa James, I think. So. Yes. Do you want to tell that again? You. No. Okay. That was good. Fine. Thank you for the correction. You're absolutely right. Um, skating to On My Own. Oh. Loved it. Goose. b b b bumps <laughs> I'm bumpy. <laughs> And fluffy. <laughs> oh, just uh, Greg was so committed to the role. We saw he had a groin injury. Ouch. And we saw my best friend Sharon on yep. screen. Woohoo, the physio. Sharon is head of physio who keeps all of us glued together. And let's face literally. it, she's a terrifying woman. So big up Sharon. <laughs> we is. love her to bits. And um, Max, her, her, her partner. Now, I want to, before we actually get into the skate, I do want to touch a little bit upon skating with an injury in the show because we have had, as we've seen already, two or three people were injured. We're getting to that middle of the series and this is going to start to happen more yeah. and more now. 
And it's a matter of keeping yourself safe through this process. You still have another four to five weeks to go before that final. And, and if you, you want to get to the final. You want to peak. You want to peak at the final. Yeah. Teaching the celebrities new things at this point is essential, but it they should have the majority of their tricks in the bag already. Yeah. Okay. And not that I'm saying that Vanessa J has done anything wrong. But she the, couldn't do anything wrong. She's amazing. She couldn't do anything wrong. Her. However, what what we're seeing is that there was quite a few injured people on the show. What this does to first off your um, confidence, as we saw with Roxy, knocks it off the plate, right? Um, Greg, however, is an athlete, so he's got that reserve he can draw from. He's worked with injuries before. He's worked through injuries. He knows how bad it is. He knows how how hard he can push it. However. When that adrenaline rush hits when you're in the studio just before that music starts, all your pain disappears, right? And you go hell for leather. Automatic mode, yeah. You know, automatic mode, especially as an Olympic athlete that Greg is. Um, It is Vanessa's job at that point to try and just keep him safe and say, we need to skate safe, as we said with Roxy. Because we want to skate next week. Exactly. Um, And I think he did that. They actually almost pulled him out. I think it was touch and go as to whether he was going to skate or not. I heard that in the VT. So it must be on the borderline of being bad. And as we saw him, he went into a slide, um, which is already hard on the going because you've really got to keep your inner thighs tense so that your... um, um, knees don't just slide away from you like Bambi when they hit the ice. I mean, that's yeah. already very difficult. And as he went into that sli- slide, he slipped. Now in the kiss and cry, he blamed that on the groin injury. And it, possibly his groin was weak and wasn't holding his legs together in order to be able to hold that slide. But equally, I have done knee slides where my groin has been fine and my legs have got away from me because sometimes you just hit a wet slippy patch. Yeah. He did mention in the VT that it was an old groin injury, yeah. obviously from his athletic days. However... What they did was still stunning. Stunning. Um, his judges' challenge, one foot spin, uh, was great. As you said, the knee slides with on a, a groin injury is difficult. Never mind all of that. At the end, they did a ballet or what I would call a stag lift. This is a dead lift. You can barely help your boy. I mean, you can give a little pop as you go, but basically the boy has to lift you dead weight. You are in front of him, so he's already not in a particularly strong position. Mm-hmm. He's got his arms extended more than he would like to or certainly outside of his range of full strength. And he lifts her in the air. She is skating forwards in front of him on one leg. She extends one leg to the side, to the left. He puts his hand underneath her thigh, his other hand on her hip, and he is a dead lift into the air. And and all the way up, 10 feet in the air. Uh, He did that incredibly well. I've done that with um, with a celeb and it is hard. And then... He brought her back down like butter, so smooth. He didn't drop or or um, give way at the end. His knees, everything was gorgeous. And I don't think he got marked enough for the complexity and the hardness. I don't even know if that's a word. The difficulty of that lift. I hated doing that lift as and a I, professional. And I know why, because the girl's in front of you, and even though you're sort of skating at the same speed, there's always that little micro-adjustment where she's getting a bit faster or you're skating too fast into the back of her. It's a really hard yeah. one to judge, so well done, guys. And he had a little bit of a wobble on the knee slide, which I'm assuming is why his scores were a little bit lower, like 7.5s and 8s. However, you're right. He should have been given a full point of credit for that lift. The entrance, the execution of the lift itself, and the set down. The set down was professional level. Odie did say that as as an athlete, his characterization is beautiful. Bang. I do have to agree with Johnny's comment, though, is that the the face when he's performing gets a little bit grimacy and it needs to it needs to have a little bit of variation. You know, when he did this sort of like 
woo the world with your face with, no. through the performance. No. No. No what? I completely disagree with Johnny. Rain it in, Captain America. No. Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> I... F- <laughs> I thought that he was very intense and it was an intense moment. And I didn't see him grimacing at all. And even though he was working through pain, so no, just no. No Johnny for you, at least on this performance. Well, that's good because he's not back next week for I'm you. I'm not feline it. Good for you. <laughs> Miles and Vanessa, let's move forward. Miles and Vanessa, Rock of Ages. Come on, feel the noise. Oh, yeah, baby cakes. Pull those trousers up a little higher. <laughs> the They're high-waisted enough as it is. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, there's a lot to say about this performance. Uh, first off, God damn, he's hot. <laughs> Put your shirt back on because like, Matt can't handle the heat. It, wow. Him playing the guitar shirtless with the guitar like spraying out. Okay. I mean, I'm seeing fireworks. It. I'm seeing an analogy here that I don't want to. Um, I don't want to see. It just was from the from the word go. It was yes. He was a rock star. Rock star. Yeah, and I liked that because um, I think last week we did say that we were a little bit tired of seeing that Miles wasn't always the star of his own show and we felt like it was a lot of kind of you know Vanessa's scope so beautiful and it's so easy for her to pull focus and sometimes we watch her yes and we should actually be making sure that he is the star of the show mm. and she actually said in the VT um that he was going to be the star of the show this week do you think they're listening to the podcast I think they might be sneakily taking notes I like that good we're giving you notes please take them yeah so his judge's challenge this week was a half loop into a back knee slide. Yeah. Fabulous. However, I thought the I thought the challenge was that it had to land on one foot. And a half loop into a back knee slide is on two feet. Well, I guess you do kind of land it on the one foot before. I was you a little slide. bit confused about it's that. It's fuzzy. Yeah, it's a gray one. It's your costume? It's a fuzzy gray one. <laughs> um now, this performance had so much content in it. Um, Did you notice that he got some tape on his arm, like some physio tape? I was going to mention that. Is he also injured? I don't know. There's enough going on right now. I was going to get through all of the performance before mentioning that, but you're absolutely right. Stole your thunder. If he has that physio tape on, plus he had his wrist taped, Mm -hmm. something might be wrong. Yeah. Something's going on here. Yeah. And they kind of try to cover it up with those tattoos and things like that, but... Nothing gets by the icebreakers. That's right. Now, also, at the beginning of the performance, I don't know if you noticed, they were a little bit out of sync. Um, I however, did. However, it was maybe one or two seconds of they weren't on the same feet at the same time. But then... <laughs> you and I have been there. <laughs> we know lot, how that works. <laughs> a lot. Um, but the pencil lift that they did, which is a multi-revolution lift that he's picking her up is very difficult for both the female and the male. And he's got his feet underneath him now. They've definitely been listening to the podcast because I gave that note a couple of weeks ago. And actually when I see him do the rotating lifts now, his feet are underneath him. He's not getting that wide splayed stance, which is very dangerous. And that's why he's able to do the pencil lift now because you need to be tight when you rotate something like that. They had an overhead star lift, um, yeah. which Vanessa loves to do. Um, yeah. She's great at it. He she was didn't let very... go until right at the end, though, so I don't know if she didn't feel quite sturdy enough. Possibly, but he to us, he did look quite sturdy. Yeah, it I thought went so, up, too. It went up, super, it went up with ease. Um, the landing, I think he can set her, try and set her down a little bit more delicate so it doesn't get a clunk to it. He needs to go lower in his knees, yeah. and I think he doesn't feel quite safe enough to bend low, so my advice to him is 
When you're warming up, dude, you need to do some really low squats on the ice. You need to be skating forwards with your feet staggered, and he'll know what this means, one foot in front of the other, and you need to be bending real super low so that you get that core strength and feel the mechanics of how those legs work so that you can do it when you're uh, putting Vanessa down. And then they ended the performance with a float spin, which is basically a headbanger takeoff, uh, but it doesn't bounce. It just sort of revolves around each other. And again, I think what Vanessa is doing is setting him up to be able to do a bounce spin later on in the series. But a bounce again, spin, uh, which is another name for a headbanger. Sorry, yes. The, the professional's name for a headbanger is called the bounce spin. Listen, my entire life I've called it a bounce spin. That's what it's known as. That's a professional name for it. It is your fault. It's my dancing fault. on ice call it the headbanger. It is my fault that the world now calls that trick a headbanger because series one with Bonnie Langford, she banged her head and ITV renamed that trick a headbanger. Which to be fair is a bit more dramatic than a bounce spin. It sounds a lot better for television, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. TV um, Judges, nines, 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 and an 8.5. Yeah. Um, which tied him uh, with Amber. I didn't agree with the fact that they're tied because Miles' performance was so much better than, I shouldn't say so much better, but Miles' performance was better than Amber's. A 0.5 better. Yeah, a 0.5 better, yeah. right? But e Yeah, but even so. Yeah. You know, they're, they again, they're comparing like the float spin and the headbanger and I don't know I just I, I would have liked to have seen Miles one half a point higher I think that there is a narrative going on backstage where these two are really being pitted against each other I think that's why we're both seeing them both working towards um a better headbanger or working towards a show-stopping headbanger I think that will become um a storyline at some point in the near future I, I can see it in their training i can see it in their performances in the tricks that they're doing which is good though yeah no 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 no, definitely i mean it's a two horse race that way but i think that's a little bit of a disservice to the other contestants because i feel like this is a six horse race yeah at least yeah um so i that's I, a lot of horsepower this is like the Epsom Derby, baby. Wow. I just feel like we shouldn't be discounting everybody else just because we think Miles and Amber are so far ahead. And actually, I think if we were being a bit fairer to the other contestants and not undermarking them um, and praising some of the great work that they're doing, I think it would make Miles and Amber better skaters too. Very true. Very true. Uh, critiques from the judges. Johnny appreciated the details that Miles brought to this performance, and I totally agree. He really concentrated on... All the finer things, like all the little things were really yeah. nice. Oh, he definitely did. But we definitely saw that with other people too. Adele was very detailed. Uh, Greg was very detailed. Yeah. So um, Jane appreciates the difficult lifts. And Odie said that he rocked it. Rocked it, baby. Absolutely rocked it. You, you and... Johnny just gave him a little bit of extra for the for the lack of shit. Oh, I would have given him a 10. You, we know what you would have given him. So. Oh, my God. Frankie. What? It's a podcast. All right. Nobody's so, listening anyway. It's fine. There are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm furious. So let's take a look at the leaderboard. What do you have for me this week? All right. Roxy on the bottom there with 24.5. Ryan, unfortunately, two falls there, left him with 25. So he was second to bottom. He was. Which was unusual for Ryan because he's, he's much stronger than that. Lou, 26.5. Ricky, 28. Greg, 31.5. Joint with Adele and Eddie. And then joint first place, Miles and Amber with 35.5. Quite the spread there, huh? Yeah, 10 points between bottom and top. Yeah. All right, so then we move on to the double elimination. Uh, well, can we just take a teeny tiny moment 
to recognise the fact that Stephen Mulhern was supposed to be strapped to a podium, except he didn't end up being strapped to the podium. And then Nick, our great friend, the uh, so Richard, our great friend, the stage manager, trying to strap Stephen in, and it was like I didn't even know what happened. And then Stephen just ended up kind of floating around the ring, and the boys just kept spinning him around and around, and he was doing the link. And then Holly was trying to like, are wait, are you ready? Can can, can we throw again? Can it was just a little bit okay. Awkward. I, I have to say it was a little bit of a catastrophe. So then they bring all the contestants out. All the couples are lined out there and they go one by one. Now, this is the vote that just sends somebody home. I hate this. Like, no skate off, it's just bit, dry. I find it a bit boring. I'm I don't, sorry. I it, don't think it's boring. I think it's, I understand like, oh, the jeopardy they're trying to create. No. But it's just, you don't get like your goodbye skate. You don't have time to fight for your place in the competition. This is a competition. And the whole point of being a competition is you're su supposed to compete. And if you want to stay, I want to see you fight for that. We had the same thing with Hannah Spirit. She was just gone. And I'm like, she didn't even have chance to fight for her place. Right. And I think, I mean, Roxy got put into that position um, in her chat was really nice. And she did say, you know, I'm injured. I don't even know if I would have been. Well, she actually did say that she wanted to do the Save Me Skate. She was looking forward to it. Yeah. And I, in my head, I was like, well, maybe she doesn't want to do it because she's injured. But obviously she corrected me. Um, but unfortunately, Roxy goes home uh, and then it puts Lou and Ricky into the skate off. I'd be interested to know what the fans at home think about about having just a straight elimination. I just think it's it kind of goes against everything that we see in this show. And so I just feel like if you're just going to boot somebody out, what is even the point? You know, because if they have a bad skate, they should be allowed to then prove that they can do better. True. Second chances, people. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, now, this skate-off was really interesting. I mean, we kind of forecasted and foreshadowed that this was going to happen, Lou and Ricky, right? Because of their placement on the leaderboards. And going in, Lou skated first, and I was like, oh, she's got this. Same. She's I totally got it. I totally thought so, too. And then Ricky comes out. Smashed it out of the park. <laughs> like, what? I know. And then I was like, but I've, I've been such a champion of Lou. But now I'm like, oh, Ricky, he got it. Listen, I've always said that he's had this really sunny, bright personality that he brings to the ice, and I like watching him skate, and he, has not, he hasn't been the strongest competitor over the past few weeks. I definitely feel like this week he turned a corner and he was up there competing yep. for real. However, when he brought it to the skate-off, he took it to the next level. And actually, I found myself saying, like, halfway through his performance, I'm like, just stay safe now. Because I felt like halfway through, he'd already got it, yeah. barring a fall or a trip. And I could feel he was building. He was kind of getting into it, and he started to really fight, and that's when that can trip you up. Yep. And it was making me nervous, but actually, no, he held on. And I think what we saw, because remember we said the past couple of weeks, because Lou's done skate-offs before, yeah. she had something that nobody else in the cast has, which is the experience of a skate-off. What we saw tonight was somebody who knows that energy and did it, but somebody who didn't know that energy and rose to the occasion. 100%. And he ran with it. And we applaud him for that. Well, I was applauding you. Well said. Oh, thank you. Sometimes I understand what I'm doing. So, not all the time, <laughs> but sometimes. Um, unfortunately, we did lose Lou. However, a fantastic performance. Queen uh, Lou. She, you know, I've been a fan of hers. I've spoken with her off camera and, you know, throughout the week. And I think it was, she did enjoy this. She really did. As yeah. hard as it was for her, you know, between what the judges were saying and sort of like getting put into the skate off multiple times, she did. I think she's going to take away some happy memories from this experience. Well, I think what people don't realize as well is that sometimes that skate off is a chance to 
to win over a few more fans. And I think week after week after week, her being in the skate off, she actually won more and more fans, myself included, because this week of all weeks, I don't think, feel like she deserved to go home. Correct. Right? Absolutely. So it was a shame. Absolutely. Queen Lou, we love you. So... It was a clean sweep for Ricky, though. It was a clean sweep across the board for Ricky, um, which now takes us to eight couples. Next week? I do have a tiny, teeny, teeny, ooh, teeny little. Mm, I got it. Oh, here we I go. I just got it. I can't, I can't keep it in. It's bubbling out. Let it out, girl. Let it out. I don't like it when the pros, especially the ones that are leaving the competition, aren't specifically name-checked. It just makes me really sad. I think that the people at home... Um, are very attached to their favorite pros. And I think it's sad that they're going out as well. I know that as a pro, you're not competing. It's all about your celeb. 100% it should be, but just a teeny tiny, hey, thanks, Sylvan. Hey, thanks, okay. Brendan. I would like that. So what Frankie is talking about um, is when Roxy gave her exit speech, she said and pointed this guy. And then when Lou gave her exit speech, she said, oh, I have to thank this guy. However, Lou did correct it. No, it was Holly. Holly said, um, "We we have to. You have to thank Brandon, or you've had a great time." But then, she, but then Lou did say, oh, did "You know, she? oh, Brendan, know you know, thank you for everything." And he, then Brendan did get to speak. Um, however, as we saw with Roxy and Sylvan, Sylvan didn't get to say anything, but maybe goodbye. Um, Could have at least took his shirt off. <laughs> One final hurrah for the ladies at home. Woo! <laughs> Um, but you're right. I think, you know, we're again, we're under time constraints with the program, um, especially at the very end. You know, Holly and Steven have multiple producers in their ears, counting them down to when the transmission ends. And sometimes it does get forgotten about that the pro hasn't said anything. They or, have you know, names. Of course, I understand that. They have names. They do so have names. So can we use their names, please? I mean, it just makes me mad. It actually so makes my skin, my, it makes my blood boil a little bit. To the rest of the celebrities that are left in the competition, just always remember you're a pro. And nine times out of ten, you guys do, but they work I don't even hard. want to put it on the slabs because obviously it's a big shock to them that they've been eliminated. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot of people to thank. I get that. But also, you know, just for, for production, they could name check the, the, the pros a little bit more. Because sometimes even when the, the celebs are skating, we don't get to hear names and we don't get to hear surnames or we just get one name or sometimes we get no name. I mean, it's a little bit inconsistent. Let's just name check the pros, please. Let's They're working hard too. Of course. Yeah. Everybody on the show works hard. Yeah. All right. So that's my rant over. Okay, I'll put my claws away. <laughs> the fang is still out a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Oh, that's my snaggle tooth. All right. So, you guys, thank you so much once again for listening. Make sure that you like, subscribe, and share this podcast uh, wherever you are listening to us and are watching us. Uh, again, Friday, who do we have coming on the show? This is... Huge. Well, we've already said it, but you could just. If say you guys it again. are fans of the bonus episode, it is only Claire Sweeney, the magnificent, the gorgeous, the dramatic Claire Sweeney. We spoke to her earlier in the week, and it is a brilliant interview. What a gracious woman! What a beautiful woman! So gracious in defeat. All right, as you can see, all the socials are listed here, so make sure you hit us up wherever you would like. And again, just a reminder, we do go through a lot of your questions on Fridays um, on that bonus episode. So... I'm going to have a cat nap. While she purrs away, we will leave you. See you guys next week. There's some leg. Produced by Be Inspired Media, the content and podcast agency.